Hi, everybody, and welcome to That's Life, where thank God I am vaccinated, I am feeling great, and I can bench press 300 pounds. All right, not exactly the last part, but for sure the other two. Good morning, folks, and thanks for listening. I'm still a little bit of a nasal Miriam L. Wallach here, general manager at the Nahum Siegel Network. You can find me here right after Allison, right before Nahum's live lunch. Yeah, a little bit nasal, a little bit throaty, but really so happy to be back in the studio and out of the basement. Yes, I'm out of my basement. Last week I was in the basement, and this week I am out of the basement. I am almost really feeling like myself, not 100%, would like to be able to skip nap time at about 2.30 every single day, but thank God, really not complaining as I am out of the woods and out of the basement. So yeah, I posted this week that I got vaccinated, literally, literally uh, miraculous. The whole thing is miraculous whole experience is miraculous. I got the Johnson & Johnson shot, the one-dose shot, at the Javits Center on Monday night, otherwise technically known as Tuesday morning around midnight. It, it was an incredible experience. First of all, as a New Yorker, you're involved in New York moments how many times? A day. How many times? A life. But here, you're involved in a life-saving New York movement with thousands of people. You'll potentially never see again for the rest of your life, but we're all involved in your memorable moment. And that is, that's incredible. I can tell you exactly what the guy who was online in front of me looked like and his daughter. And I can tell you about the couple who were four steps ahead of me. And I can tell you about the nurse, Camille, who was the one who administered the shot. I can tell you about making the bracha of Hatova Hametiv after the shot was administered and Camille answering amen to my bracha, which she clearly did not understand and asked me what language it was in. And I explained and we talked for a second about both being God fearing. The entire experience was incredibly moving and the Javits Center ran like a Swiss watch. It was calm. It was orderly. It was it was great. It was just great, and it gave me an opportunity to thank so many of our service men and women um, who are who are manning the Javits Center um, as the army is controlling the entire <laughs> the entire operation. There, it is really, really just. I mean, first of all, it's a comfort. It's a comfort to walk into a place where everything is just running smoothly and everyone is calm. I mean, this is a situation that that should elicit anything but calm. Everybody's nervous. People are emotional. And when I was getting checked in, I said to the to one of the gentlemen, I said, you know, I find myself I find myself tearing up. And he said, it happens to everybody. Um, and truth be told is when I got back in the car, the entire process, folks, the entire process from the time I walked into the Javits Center to the time I left after being observed, you have to do observation for about 15 minutes. The entire process was 30 minutes. 30 minutes. It was incredible. And when I got back into the car, I literally burst out in tears. And, you know, shocking my husband a bit. (laughs) The last thing you want is a spouse who walks into a car and starts hysterically crying after getting an injection. Yeah, but it had nothing to do with being in pain. I'm not in pain. I'm not this. I'm not that. It was very emotionally moving. Um, And, you know, I'll talk a little bit more about that during the live lunch. But suffice it to say that I, I thank everyone who is involved in getting us healthy. Everybody. Doctors, 
researchers, God, you name it. I thank everybody. So for those people who keep asking me privately how I got the Johnson & Johnson shot and who I knew <laughs> or who I know, yeah, I didn't. I don't know anybody. I don't know anybody. I didn't do anything. I literally went on the website. <laughs> That's all I did. Anybody in New York? And yes, and I was eligible. I am. I was eligible to get the shot, and I took that eligibility and ran with it. You go to am.i.eligible.covid19vaccine.health.ny.gov. I mean, literally, just Google, am I eligible COVID-19 vaccine if you're a New Yorker? And see if you're eligible. And if you are eligible and you answer the questions and your eligibility is valid, then they'll direct you, hopefully, to an appointment. And when appointments become available, that's the site. That's 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 what you do. I didn't do anything special. I don't know anybody. I don't have any protection. I literally hit refresh. Just hit refresh and be patient. It's difficult now and it's frustrating, but there are vaccines out there. There are appointments out there. So that's how you do it. And I use this as an opportunity to remind everyone to wash your hands with soap and water and practice social distancing and wear a mask. Folks, this isn't over. We're on the road to recovery, but this isn't over. So do your part. I'm vaccinated. I'm still washing my hands. I'm still keeping away from other people and I'm wearing a mask. Do your part so that other people can stay safe. Whew. All right. That's a long pitch for this week, but I think it's worth it. Um, I also just want to make an announcement. You know, Nahum's been announcing for months resumes at NahumSiegel.com. Any help that we can provide in terms of finding people employment or, in this case, finding good resumes for people who have jobs available, which I'm getting now also emails from employers who have positions available, which is great. Do me a favor. When you shoot these emails to resumes at NahumSiegel.com, let the team know if you're willing to move out of state. If you are willing to move out of state, as we have been finding out through our interviews and our podcasting for the Road Trip Community Fair podcast that we're doing in conjunction with the OU, there are numerous communities, Jewish communities with real amenities that have great employment opportunities. So if you are interested and willing to move out of the New York, New Jersey area, if you can relocate, I'm telling you, there's ma- there are major opportunities available. So make sure in the email when you send your resume to resumes at NahumSiegel.com that you indicate if you are willing to move out of state. That will be very, very helpful. Let's do today's national holidays. This is going to sound really weird. Um, this is going to sound really weird. I-, I don't know what to do about it. But today is COVID-19 Global Pandemic Day. Okay, so that obviously pivots from my whole pitch about getting vaccinated and staying safe and all that stuff. But why why is there a national holiday? What does that mean? What are we celebrating? Why don't we have a COVID-19 global vaccination day? Why are we celebrating? I mean, it's not, it doesn't, is today the day that we officially declared a pandemic? Why are we remembering that on a national holiday celebration calendar? Yeah. I'm I'm happy to celebrate World Plumbing Day because it's also World Plumbing Day today. And shout out to Pat, who's the best plumber in the entire world. But COVID-19 Global Pandemic Day, if I celebrated that by getting vaccinated that this week, then yay for me. Let's do the fortune cookie and then let's get to our guest. Today's fortune cookie is look closely at your surroundings. Thanks. For that, I could have kept the, cook- the cookie closed. That's a weak fortune. 
That was disappointing. You're listening to That's Life here at the Nachum Siegel Network. I am pleased to be... (coughs) Sorry, a little residual cough. I am pleased to be joined this morning by Jessica Katz. Jessica Katz is the director of Yad Le'ah. Yad Le'ah's mission is to alleviate the impact of poverty in Israel by providing high-quality, new and lightly used clothes to low-income families in a wide range of Jewish communities in a matter that preserves the individual's self-respect. Collected by volunteers in the United States, the clothing is sold for a fraction of its true value in a store-like environment in Israel. By providing families with an opportunity to shop for affordable clothing, Yad Leah treats its customers with the dignity that is due all human beings. And this Sunday, March 14th, there is a Five Towns drive-by clothing drive, which we will hear all about. And I can tell you that I've already pre-registered. Jessica, good morning. Good morning to you. Thank you so much for having me. No, a pleasure. And thank you for your great work on behalf of the Jewish people. And I thank Shoshana Katz. Polliner, who also was the, is, is so instrumental amongst other people in making sure that Yad Le'ah is successful, and she, of course, put us in contact, and so I really appreciate that as well. Let's talk for a second about, I, I mean, what does it take to ship clothing overseas during a pandemic? Um, so the truth is that the process has very much stayed the same in the actual shipping and the distribution. Um, really, the process that has changed most is the collection, because, of course, uh, people are, <laughs> in the last year, have been home and have been hearing from many, many people that, what are they doing at home? They are cleaning closets right. and paring down and organizing. And then the challenge is to try to uh, to collect that clothing in a safe manner, which people feel comfortable with, which is efficient, and which is healthy. So what we're trying to do is provide opportunities for people to, uh, to, to give their clothing, but give their clothing in a safe way that they feel comfortable with and is virtually contactless. Right. So, uh, so I guess that's my question. Like the last time I, pr- I participated in a clothing drive for Yad Lea, I also didn't get out of my car. <laughs> So, I mean, all I did was open up my trunk and there were God knows how many volunteers and everyone was in such a good mood. And I assume everybody on Sunday will also be in a good mood. But they literally just took everything out. I didn't have to do anything. So how is this different? Is it because we need to pre-register so that cars are not backing up or that people that everything is just going more orderly? Like, I've already done this. Why? How is this different? So, great question. So, you were uh, one of the lucky ones. So, I guess <laughs> at the time you pulled up and you were surrounded by volunteers. But the model in the past has often been that people pull up, they get out, there's a table where they can register, they can give their name so that we can be sure to give them a receipt and recognize it. And most importantly, um, let them know what happens to the clothing. Because if you just kind of drop and run, A, many people are looking for receipts, but B, like, you just think it's. The clothing maybe disappears into a black hole. You don't understand where it's going. So this way we have opportunity to thank you and to show you pictures and perhaps even send you videos of where the clothing goes because I think people deserve to know what happens to their clothing. Right. Um, so, so often we, people would get out, and that was often the process. Here, nobody is getting out of their cars. There's going to be a line. There are going to be lanes. Everything is very organized. Pre-register so we have all your information so we can send you receipts so you don't have to say, you know, email, where's my receipt? <laughs> but right. we'll have it. We'll get it to you in an efficient way. You pull up at the uh, Lawrence Middle School where many people are accustomed to going because many people pick up food there and there'll be lanes. Open up your 
trunk. There'll be volunteers ready and willing to take your clothing, close your trunk, and you're on your way, and it'll be efficient, it'll be safe, it'll be comfortable, and uh, it'll be a great experience. I got to tell you, with all the things that we discuss uh, that have happened or that have changed during COVID that we don't want to get rid of, right? There's plenty of things we want to get rid of. There are plenty of ways we want to go back to normal. I don't know. If I never have to get out of my car again for somebody to take something out, I'm fine with that. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's that. Uh, we're thinking that this may become the model for the future. Pull up, open your trunk, and because you're pre-registered, we have your information, and we are asking once you do pre-register, you will get a confirmation, print out the confirmation, bring the confirmation to the drive so that we can scan it, that we know you're there, and we can legitimately send you a receipt because you really did come and you donated beautiful clothing. www.israeldrive.org is where you go for pre-registration. Now, I know we've talked about this, but pre-registration is required. Am I right? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. So we, we know what time you're coming. We'll have the staff there. We'll have your information. We'll get your receipt, and you can be on your way. That's unbelievable. It really is unbelievable. And it's amazing how one of the things about COVID is that it's required so many different organizations and people personally to be more efficient, right? There's an efficiency that's now required to allow participants, volunteers, donors, whatever the organization, whatever the process, to feel more comfortable being a part of the process. Are you getting that feeling? Oh, yeah. Like I said, I feel like uh, certainly as a consumer in different places, we've we've had that feeling. I mean, we were just talking about how they've done an, you know, an incredible and efficient job in so many of the places where they're giving vaccines. But as, as organizers also, I feel like this is going to become the model. You know, people shouldn't have to be waiting online or getting out of their car or schlepping bags. We're going to do it all for you. And it's it's going to be much more efficient, and I, I think it's going to be uh, just a pleasant process. And if you're donating, you deserve to have a pleasant process of, of, of uh, you know, the process of giving. It should, be, it should feel good, and it should be easy. A hundred percent. It should feel good, and it should be easy. It's a little bit like dropping your kids off for the camp buses. Like, just take my kids and their bags <laughs> out of the car, and then let me drive away. All good. You're listening to That's Life here at the Nahum Siegel Network. I'm joined by Jessica Katz, director of Yad Layout. Let's talk for a second about about the need, the need for clothing. I imagine that you have seen a greater need for Yad Layat to be as, as successful as possible as a result of the pandemic. Yeah, so, so that's, a, that's an important question. It's a difficult question. Um, there's been just, uh, there's been a lot of devastation. There's a lot of jobs. There's a lot of unemployment. A lot of people have lost jobs. Um, you know, we don't real. Some people, I, I don't even think I realize the level of dependence on tourism in Israel. So you think of the hotels, you think of you know tourist sites, but you don't think of the individual who maybe had an extra apartment, or or actually didn't have an extra apartment, had their own apartment, which maybe they're in Svat or they're in a place where there's a lot of tourists, and they move out of their own place. They go live with their parents, sisters, brothers, whoever they're going to live with. They rent out their apartment for in a tour season, and that's their parnasa. That's their livelihood for you know, maybe a half a year, maybe a year, right. and all of a sudden they don't have that. Yeah. So many stories like this of the individual being affected by the tourism and the unemployment, and it trickles down, and then, you know, where's the food on the table, and, and, and how are they supporting their families? So there's, the, the need has increased in, in really incredible and devastating ways. Right. I, I completely hear that. And so have you had to send more 
um, bags. I mean, I you know we've discussed the process before, and and the actual process of getting the stuff to Israel, as you've explained, hasn't changed. But have you had to do it more often than you have in the past? Well, there there is there's definitely more requests. There's definitely more need, and people are saying, "Can you, you know, we have a we have 24 gemach and 24 thrift shops throughout the country. Each gemach is is headed by volunteer coordinators, and they are reaching out and say, we need more. Can you send more often? And that's really the challenge that we're trying to face right now, collecting more clothing and then processing and being able to send it. Of course, everything has to be sorted and, and packed and sent in a, an efficient way and in a way that's tailor-made for that community. So it's not just like we're not taking your bag and just sending it to Israel, but we're actually packing it uh, in an orderly fashion. And that's the challenge. We have to hire staff to be able to do that. And that's our goal, to send more boxes to more people because the request is really there. www.israeldrive.org. I'm going to keep mentioning this website as often as possible. Yes, I will be there in the first shift. Excuse me. Starting at 9 a.m. is when the shifts begin. You need to pre-register in order to donate clothes. And I have to tell you, this, I mean, the drive is perfectly timed before Pesach. We're all doing cleaning anyway. We're all whittling down anyway. And frankly, as a person who was recently in uh, Bidud, yeah, you also buy a lot of things you don't need. So now that you've bought clothing that you don't need, get rid of clothing that you have had for a while and you can donate it with Yad Lea. And let's also talk practically for a second about cost. There are different sponsorship sponsorships available for the clothing drive this week. I imagine in general there are sponsorship opportunities available. This is a non-for-profit. You will get a receipt. But let's talk about how not only are we looking at sweat equity, as my husband would call it, people who work hard, volunteers, etc., but also you need actual equity to make this one run as well. Yes, for sure. That's how we get it there. Like I said, everything is being uh, shipped to Israel. Sometimes people think, oh, you know, are you sending it in a suitcase? Of course, no one's going to Israel now, but when people do, you're sending it in a suitcase, you're sending it, people are taking it. So this organization is much, much larger. We're not sending suitcases. We're sending upwards of 7,000 boxes a year. We're sending upwards of 400,000 items of clothing a year. So everything has to be very um, categorized, make sure, you know, we're not doing, we're, we want to help people as much as possible. So we can't send, uh, you know, I don't know, uh, a thousand shirts to one place and uh, and a thousand pants to another. You have to make sure everybody gets you know clothing for the whole family. You know shirts and pants and tops and skirts and sweaters, everything. So we have to do everything in a very order, organized fashion, and that takes work. The entire organization runs on volunteers, except for the actual workers who are there nine to five every day, sorting the clothing and making sure that. The, our people's clothing, your, your clothing, the, the donor's clothing, is getting the, peop- to the people who need it. So we certainly need funds to be able to you know, fuel that operation and make sure people get that clothing. A hundred percent. And Jessica, I also just want to remind people, we're looking for clothing in excellent condition, not mediocre, not something that's stained, not something with holes. If you wouldn't wear it, you shouldn't send it. Am I right? Yes, the organization runs on... I would say the organization stands on dignity. We're all about preserving people's dignity, uh, giving people a certain sense of pride, stability, confidence. And in order to have that confidence, in order to have that dignity, you have to wear a good piece of clothing. You have to feel good about what you're wearing. If you're wearing something that doesn't fit you and that has holes and stains and it's worn out and it's just, it's just, uh, it's just you know, really... Uh, 
in, in very poor condition, you're not going to feel good about yourself, and you're not going to be successful. It has to be a good piece of clothing. Like, if you, if, if you wouldn't wear it, or a sister, a brother, a neighbor, a cousin, nobody would wear it, chances are nobody in Israel is going to wear it either. You have to be, it has to be nice. Right. It has to be nice. www.israeldrive.org. Again, pre-registration is required for the Yad Leah Five Towns Drive-By Clothing Drive. You'll drive up. You will show them your, your ticket. They will scan it. All the clothing should be in tied-up bags. It will be removed from your car, and you will be on your way. Just as easy as that. Info at yadleah.org. That is Leah with an H at the end, yadleah.org. You can also call 973-955-0861. You know, you actually mentioned something, Jessica, that's so important that I really just want to spend the next couple of minutes, and unfortunately that's all we have left, but the next couple of minutes talking about dignity, talking about the need to treat people who are in need with dignity. Um, Yeah, that, like I said, is what the organization stands on. And if you think about it, think about, um, let's say, a child walking into a classroom, and if that child is wearing something that has a hole in it or has a stain on it, then the child is, not, is, is going to be very self-conscious. Maybe kids are going to make fun of her or him, and he or she is not going to be able to socialize, not going to have friends, is not going to be able to do well in school because often they're so focused on what are people thinking about me and so, and, and so self-conscious. But you give this person a nice top. You give, him a, you, give, you give her a skirt. You give him a, a nice hoodie or a sweatshirt. And all of a sudden it's transformative. That dignity fuels everything. It gives people confidence. It gives people the ability to succeed. And it's true for a kid on the playground. And it's true for a young kid in elementary school. And the truth is it's true for us adults who are walking into a workplace or walking into shul or walking down the street, wherever we might be. That sense of dignity is crucial for how we function in our lives and for us to be successful. Right, but it's so also crucial. Right, and it's also crucial for parents to feel like they're purchasing clothing for their children, not receiving it. And I think that's such an important part of the of the dynamic, such an important part of the process with Yad Lea, is that there is an opportunity to feel like, for all intents and purposes, like you've gone shopping because you have. You're providing for your kids. You're providing for your family. That is so not only dignified, but it's gratifying. Yeah, it's very. It it's it's it means that you know a parent can feel like they are supporting their family, and it's also great for the teens. They can walk in and they can feel like they're going to the mall. They can feel like every other kid. Right, unbelievable, unbelievable. www.israeldrive.org. Jessica Katz, director of Yad Leah. Thank you so much for joining me this morning and for setting this up and for all the hard work that Yad Leah does. Again, info at yadleah.org. Folks, make sure to pre-register for this Sunday's clothing drive, drive-by clothing drive in the five towns. Yad Leah Clothing for Israel. I wish you total Hatzlacha this Sunday and a shout-out to everyone at Yad Leah. Thank you so much. I look forward to seeing you on Sunday as well. Absolutely my pleasure. Um, you've been listening to That's Life here at the Nachum Siegel Network, and I just want to um, I just want to address a question on the app that I just noticed regarding vaccinations. Yes, I, I needed an appointment. You need to show up at the Javits Center or at any other testing location with an actual appointment. 
Um, as far as I know, at least at the Javits Center, I'm just telling you, there are big signs up that say don't show up without an appointment. And the first thing they ask you for is ID and your and your appointment confirmation. This isn't a WhatsApp group where somebody's posting where there are extra vaccines. That's not the case here. That's not what happens here. Don't show up without an appointment. And yes, I had and I do have a pre-existing condition. Don't think that I did not need a doctor's note. I'm letting you know that. That was also a question that was brought up. I did not need a doctor's note, but you must show up with an appointment. The afternoon continues with a full day of programming. The live lunch starts at, oh, sorry. I thought I told you. Um, Imdu by um, Garber. The <laughs> sorry about that. The afternoon continues with a full day of pro- programming. The live lunch starts just in a few moments, hosted by Nahum Siegel. We have a lot to talk about because, of course, we're in the same place at the same time. Ain't that unique? And also, Throwback Thursday starts at 1 p.m. Encore of JM Rewind at 4 p.m. The Air of Shabbos show, hosted by Mark Zamek, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, brought to you by our friends at Kedem. Tomorrow morning, join Nahum as he hosts. Jamie Lane starting at 6 a.m. Of Rummy host Saturday Night Seagull, Motzei Shabbat. See, I got that for you. I didn't say Motzei Shabbos. Motzei Shabbat, 9 p.m. And Matis host JM Sunday, 7 a.m. Eastern Time. I am closing today with Ruven Garber's Ivdu. Ruven Garber has a whole new set of music out. You know, he is one of the team members, one of the members of Derech Achim, of which we are huge fans around here. I cannot recommend this music enough. Ruvain Garber's new tracks are unbelievable. You can check it out on Apple Music and on Spotify. Don't miss his new video. It's called Odcha. It's available on YouTube. Check it out. The guy is super talented. I can't say that enough. Stay safe, stay safe everyone. That's life, everybody. Bye, guys. Amigos esta tarde con la música ah, ah. 
yo tan genial ah, ah. Las sonrisas y los abrazos para celebrar ah, ah. Amigos famosos 